I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. This is a COVID-19 update. According to the president and CEO of the Institute for Research and Development, Dr. Sohil Rao, the only therapeutic option available for COVID-19 patients is plasma transfusion. Over 80 patients in six Rio Grande Valley hospitals have received plasma transfusions. The need for plasma is now urgent. Here's Steve Taylor. It's great to be back with you, Rio Grande Guardian viewers, for the latest in our Community Spotlight series. Uh, today, we are with Dr. Soil Raul, who is the president and the CEO of the Institute for Research and Development, which is a non-profit here in the Rio Grande Valley. And Dr. Raul is going to talk all about convalescent plasma. First of all, Dr. Raul, thank you for giving us some of your time today and telling us you're telling us about this top issue. My pleasure. So the floor is yours. As I mentioned before, we're not healthcare reporters. We're sort of general reporters. We haven't got a specialty in healthcare, but uh, we know how important this issue is right now with COVID. So tell us about yourself. Tell us about the Institute and, um, and the important message you want to get across to the viewers of the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, the PHR Health Institute for Research and Development is, as you mentioned, is a non-profit institute. And when the COVID pandemic hit the nation, we started a process of uh, creating some therapeutic uh, options for our patients and also for our physicians. And at that time, the only, and still is, the only therapeutic tool that is available to treat COVID-19 infection is actually um, transfusing plasma to these particular uh, patients. So on the 23rd of March is when we did our first plasma transfusion, and I'll tell you in a minute what is the value of this transfusion. And uh, in the recent spike, we have, over the last weekend alone, we have done 26 uh, plasma transfusion. Over 80 patients have been transfused with plasma in uh, six hospitals in the region. So it is not just limited to DHR. It includes DHR, it includes Rio Grande, it includes Mission uh, Regional, it includes includes Valley Baptist in Hollingen, Valley Baptist in Brownsville, and Valley, Region, Valley Regional Hospital in Brownsville. Now, the um, at the present time, as I said to you, uh, plasma is the only therapeutic option that is available to the patients. Uh, when a person uh, gets infected with the COVID-19 or is, uh, is exposed to an individual who has COVID-19 disease, and that particular individual starts to develop a response to the virus. That particular response takes about 14 to 18 days to develop uh, post-exposure to the virus. And one of the um, elements of that Im immune response is the creation, is the generation of antibodies, which are specific for the virus. And those are the antibodies that uh, have helped the per person who has been infected with the virus to recover and also for people who have been exposed to a person who has been infected with virus to recover. We have started a program here in the Valley for the for si between six hospitals where we are basically taking plasma for those individuals who have either recovered from COVID-19 infection or those who have been exposed, had symptoms, and have recovered from COVID-19 infection. These are the individuals who already have the antibodies, and we would like to use those antibodies to treat patients who are 
or have severe or life-threatening COVID-19 disease. These are individuals who cannot, in the present time, develop their own antibodies and need some passive help to um, treat them for this particular infection. As I mentioned when I started this conversation, that we've already treated over 80 patients, um, and we have seen a very positive outcome of this particular uh, intervention mm. in patients with COVID-19 disease. Most of the patients who are treated are in ICU. Majority of the patients who are treated are on vent. And so this means that they are on passive support for life. And uh, having this particular treatment available is at the present time the only um, um, treatment that is in existence for COVID-19. Tell us a little bit, if you will, about this institute, because for many people, uh, they may not have heard of the Institute for Research and Development. When did you form that? And what's its mission statement? So we actually formed this particular institute at DHR in March of last year. The leadership at the at DHR wanted to create a, a non-for-profit institute to bring innovative and advanced clinical trials to the region. When I started uh, developing this particular concept with the leadership at DHR, we had about roughly, when I joined, I had about 11 clinical trials going on in, the, in DHR. At the present time, we have over 91 clinical trials at, in DHR. We are and I'm very proud to say this, the largest clinical trial uh, 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 institution south of San Antonio. There is no one which actually has this capacity. We have over 23 people. We have coordinators. We have a clinical trial unit. And you can go to our website, dhrresearch.org, and you can actually see what this institute is all about. Like you said a moment ago, it's not just DHR that you're working with through this institute, though. You're, you're helping all the hospitals, connecting with all the hospitals, uh, and encouraging them to, to, to t participate with you. Absolutely. In fact, when we started this particular process, the insistence of our leadership and of our board at DHR was that this is now a community effort. It is not just limited to DHR. And we actually created this particular consortium for not just the treatment, but also we would like to vaccines uh, to, um, uh, to the region. We would also like to bring early diagnosis to the region. So we are working on a number of different projects which are related to COVID-19. And as I mentioned, we have five additional hospitals in addition to DHR that is involved. We also have the county of uh, Hidalgo and the county of Cameron involved in this particular process. So we, we are actually partners in making sure that we deliver this particular treatment to the patients and to the community in Rio Grande Valley. Um, it just so happens that today uh, the county judge in Cameron County, Judge Eddie Trevino, held a news conference and a number, there were at least two, there were two CEOs from hospitals in in Cameron County that were in attendance, plus the Director of Health for Cameron County. And the message there was that this, this virus is not going away. In fact, as, as we've, has been well reported, the numbers are going up uh, at a very high rate in Cameron County and Hidalgo County. So I would imagine your work, your, your efforts to get more patients to, to donate uh, the convalescent plasma it will only increase. Absolutely, and in fact, uh, right now, uh, which, is, which is very unfortunate, most of the plasma that we are uh, in, uh, infusing into the patients is actually coming from the national stockpile. 
It's not coming from the region. It's not coming locally from Hidalgo or Cameron County. So I'm basically right now begging and borrowing uh, plasma from Boston, from Arizona, from North Carolina, from all the way up to Seattle. So most of what we have at the present time, most, I would say 90% of what we are infusing right now is coming from national stockpile, which means that we would have to at some point return it if we are borrowing it from them. And when you ha have to give it back, you're, you, that's only got to come from residents here in the valley. Absolutely. The, the residents in the valley, and we have a sizable number of them. I think the messaging that is taking place is perhaps either we are not giving the right message out or the message is not being received adequately. But the, we have a sizable number of patients in the valley who could actually be very good donors and help their colleagues, their friends, their family members uh, to recover from this particular disease. So, so how do you measure, um, when you say you're, you're, you're importing it, from other parts of the United States, is it is it measured by by the pint load? How tell what's the description there? So it's actually by unit. By unit. Each unit by unit. Each unit could be anywhere from two hundred to two hundred and thirty milliliters. So it's by unit. And so how how much of a deficit do we have in the valley now? How much have you had to borrow from the national stockpile, and and eventually you'll have to give back. So at the present time, um, for, for, for the last two weeks, we have borrowed close to 90 units of plasma from National Stockpile. And during the same period, we only got about uh, six units of plasma from the Valley. <laughs> do you ever think you're going to be out of debt to the National Stockpile? Uh, what sort of confidence I, level do you have that you'll, you'll be able to get, give that back? That's an interesting question. At the present time, actually, we are more focused on how can we help the patients rather than how, what are we going to do to return this plasma. I'm very confident that the community is going to come forward. And once they see what is the catastrophe of this particular disease in the valley and the numbers that are increasing, that they will come forward and help. So I'm pretty confident that we will be able to recover and give this plasma back to the national stockpile. And can anyone become a donor? What, what are you looking for in, 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 in donors that want to come forward? So the first criteria is that you have to have an RT-PCR positive uh, COVID test. Once you have that particular test or from the date that you had the first symptoms, uh, 28 days later, you can actually donate plasma because the uh, peak antibody production is between 14 and 21 days, as I said before. Number two, if you had an RT-PCR positive COVID test, and after that you got another RT-PCR negative test, then you can actually immediately after that negative test, you can donate plasma. A large group of population is actually those who have never been tested. They have been exposed, either they are family members or friends of individuals who were COVID-19 positive, sorry and they have been exposed, but they have never been tested. They develop symptoms, but they really never went to get tested or hospitalized, and they recovered. Now, these are the patients, and these are the individuals who could be very good donors for plasma. 
what's the best your best selling point you say that you you know perhaps that the message hasn't got out there to the community the the institute all the board members on that institute you've been racking your brains as to as to deliver a very simple coherent message to to the general public um, and what give it your best shot and as to why the public should get involved and why it's so important tell us once again about that yeah, well, you have your community members, your friends, your family who are currently in ICU. They need help. The only help that we can provide to them in terms of therapy is convalescent plasma because this is, they need some passive uh, boosting of their immune system. So if, if that is not enough of a um, motivation for you to uh, donate, that you have recovered and uh, God has been so uh, kind and uh, with you, then I do not know what additional motivation I can provide to them. But it's a serious issue for the Valley right now. It is a very serious issue. And by the way, I can also tell you that uh, we actually pay you for the inconvenience that we cause uh, for in the uh, donation of plasma. We give you $75. It's a small amount. Bear in mind, this is not in a funded mandate. Uh, DHR is actually uh, supporting this from our own internal funds. We are not taking a single dime for any of the hospitals or from the county. We are basically donating our own funds to actually support the community in this endeavor. Is there anything else you'd like to, like to say, Dr. Raul, before, before we let you go? I mean, it's such an important issue. We're so pleased that you, you know, you, we, we could connect with you today for you to, to give you the platform here. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, anyone who wishes to donate plasma, I request that you give me a call directly on my cell phone. My number is 504-444-2318. Or call my colleague, uh, her number is 956-215-3166. We are available 24-7. Let me tell you, in the last uh, three days, I have only slept about six hours. I'm both collecting plasma and at the same time arranging plasma for, for our patients. And I'm available to the community. Please give me a call. I beg you. It sounds a very serious issue for the Valley right now. It is. And I appreciate your help in actually spreading this message. Dr. Soil Raul, who is the President and CEO of the Institute for Research and Development, thank you so much for today's interview. Um, we will obviously get the word out about the, how important this is. Connect with us again if you need an, an additional boost uh, of, of coverage at this critical time uh, as we all cope with COVID-19. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, arranging this interview. The Rio Grande Valley needs plasma to help in the fight against COVID-19. Call Dr. Sohil Rao at the Institute for Research and Development 504-444-2318. Again, to help in the fight against COVID-19 in the Rio Grande Valley, call 504 444 318. This has been a COVID-19 update. Again, call 504-444-2318 to help in the fight against COVID-19 in the Rio Grande Valley.